0: everyone welcome back to the med to be today we have the wonderful redia here welcome Redia. it is so good to have you it's so good to have you here before redia talks let me hype her up a little bit let me let me me give before i give her the stage let me tell you exactly who she is redia is a Graduating DO student, she's in her last year, and she's a rising PGY one, starting her residency very, very soon. She just, she just signed the deal. It's, it's done. The deal is done. Um, she's also passionate about content creation she's a creative person and she has put those two things together both her creativity and her love for medicine into the create into creative in a white coat which is on instagram so follow her on instagram also on tiktok she's also an aesthetic girl just like me she loves a good restaurant loves a beautiful aesthetic loves a good time she's definitely one of the girls so it's so so good to have you here welcome
1: Redia. how are you doing today Thank you so much. I'm doing great. I'm right. on summer vacations, classes are done. So I'm in a very happy place and I'm huh. happy to be here. I
0: love that. Enjoy. Enjoy. You deserve it. You yeah, have been working hard yeah, for how know. many years? You deserve please. it. You deserve it, please, honestly. Okay, so now you're getting ready to go into your first full-time job as a DO, as a doc. How do you feel?
1: It's all, it's very surreal mm-hmm. because you work so hard for this moment and it gets here and it's just like, wow, all these years, everything you've been doing is finally coming to fruition. And to be honest, once once you're actually in it, it goes a bit faster than you would have expected. So the fact that I'm here now, I'm just very thankful. I'm very blessed to have even gotten to this point and made it. And it's just very surreal. It hasn't clicked yet. I I was hoping I would feel like different, but I I feel the same. I'm just very excited to start this new journey.
0: That's so cool. And I'm so excited for you too. As someone who is like really early in her journey for me, Mm -hmm. it's so inspiring to see you, someone who I identify myself with, who is beautiful, who is smart, who is creative, who is so many (laughs) things and is thriving and growing and successful in her career. Um, I want to take you back to the beginning a little bit, a little bit. Let's say, let's go back a little bit. Tell us about what the first steps or what the first few years of your journey was like when you were pursuing medicine, why did you even want to be a doctor to begin with? Mm-hmm. And specifically, why did you want to be a DO as well? Redia is our first DO. First of all, yes, making records. You're the first DO in the med to be years yeah. from now. Oh, when this you. Very big. You'll be the first. So why did you want to be a DO? Why did you even want to be in the field of medicine to begin
1: mm-hmm. with? So I'll start with the field of medicine. Um, like many pre-med well, people in medicine who kind of had like a family member who was sick or were sick themselves. I have that story. So one of my twin brothers, he broke his leg. It was a horrible, complete fracture of his femur, and I was helping take care of him at the age of around nine or something. And that's when I first became really interested in medicine and what it is in general. Um, so let's fast forward a lot of years, and um, throughout high school, throughout undergrad, I still had that passion to be a doctor, but I had a few doctors in my family, but they were in Ghana. So, you know, the system is just completely different. So I didn't really have anyone here who kind of knew how to get to medicine. It was just kind of talking to people, talking to med advisors who are usually just very used to a very cookie cutter type of applicant Mm -hmm. and just trying to navigate that. So um, when I got the chance, I would go to Ghana to visit family and I would speak to I guess the connections my family had over there and kind of see medicine in that aspect. So it kind of fueled my passion for just combining culture and health. It was just very interesting to see how medicine works in different, in another country and just see how culture is integrated into the care of a patient. So through that, I kind of started getting very interested into almost like the improvement of health, because that was my theme for my personal statement. So just like the improvement of health, improving in general. So how can we work to help a patient's health, work with them to improve their health while still respecting their culture? Um, So that was kind of my why for medicine, being able to support someone on their journey through health from like a cultural and like integrative aspect. So, um, combine that all with being a DO. um, when I was first applying t- to med school, I didn't really know about DO in general. I, to be honest, I can't even remember how I ended up learning about it, but I did my own research and read this book on why it was founded in the first place. And I really resonated with the principles because the, um, your doctor of osteopathy, like your doctorate of osteopathic medicine, it's really focused on um, kind of like your body is a mind, body, and spirit. Like you're more than just one aspect of you. You need to consider who you are as a person, what you do and all those, like a holistic approach. And I really did like that mentality. So when I was applying, I did apply to both MD and DO schools and I did get into both MD and DO schools, but in the, and I wanted, To learn osteopathic medicine, I just thought it was very cool. I'm a very handsy person. Like, I like doing DIYs. I like using my hands. I like kind of like a, like an approach, a handsy approach to things. So I just thought it'd be nice to be able to learn osteopathic medicine and know that if I go back home to Ghana or I go to a country that has limited resources, I still have something in my toolbox that I can use to help a patient.
0: Definitely, Ooh. I love that um, the DO profession is like you said. It encapsulates the mind, body, and the spirit. That's one of the things that really attracts me to that field. Actually, it's very, very interesting to view a human being as more than the. Sh- as more than just their cellular framework, mm-hmm. but to view them and their lives and their cultures and how those things are intertwined because the environment does have a great impact on someone's health yeah, and their culture exactly. does have a great impact on someone's health. So that's a wonderful initiative and that's a wonderful mind frame to go into medicine with. Now, what did that process look like? Cause you have the dream. I always say so you have the dream, you have the vision, but what were the steps that you took? What were some challenges or some some success stories that you experienced in the earlier phases of your journey when applying to medical school?
1: Yeah. Um, So as I was saying before about not really knowing how to navigate medicine, that was very true in undergrad. And undergrad at the time when you're supposed to be building your application. So I I knew I wanted to take a few gap years. That one I did know. So after I graduated, I was like, okay, let's start this medicine thing. (laughs) So when I started looking at applications and looking at what requirements were needed, I realized that my grades did not cut it for medicine at that time. They didn't. So I kind of spoke to a few advisors, spoke to um, a few doctors I had met when I had shadowed in Ghana and just like a few through my pre-med degree and got their advice. And I ended up doing a DIY pulse back program because me personally, I was kind of stuck in, I feel like pre-meds, as a pre-med, you go through different phases where you're not okay with change. And that's okay as well. You have a plan for yourself. You want to do this, this, and this, and you want it to go this, this way. So for me, I was a bit stubborn in the fact that I didn't want to commit to an entire post because I just want to go to medical school. I don't want to do an extra step. So I was like, okay, maybe if I do a few classes to improve my GPA, that would work out. So I did about 16 credits out of pocket, unfortunately. So that's an expense as well. Yeah. Too, too expensive. Um, while studying for my MCAT. So I ended up raising my GPA in the long run after doing those 16 credits. But I rose my GPA enough to be eligible for grad programs or like to, to apply to a post-grad. I didn't build my application fully enough to get into medical school. And during that same time, I was trying to take my MCAT, trying to take my MCAT. I ended up retaking it five times. It was was, was a long journey. We thank the Lord that we're out, but we thank the Lord. But it was a long journey. And through that journey, I kind of had to look in within myself. I had to realize what things worked and what things were not working. Because even my first three MCATs, they were all the same score you know, just like different distribution of the sections, but they were all the same score. So something I had to kind of go within myself and realize that something might be fundamentally missing from your studying. And that's when I actually huh, decided to kind of make the next steps and do a post back or a mm-hmm. graduate program. Mm-hmm. I had um I had advisors tell me that you're still not ready to apply to medical school. I did apply to medical school and I didn't get in. Um, but sometimes you just need to make some mistakes for yourself it's really complicated with medicine because you get advice from every different window and I think sometimes it's very important that one obviously you listen to them but also take things with a grain of salt if you need to apply to know that you're not going to get in like it, it, it's it's hard being on the outside and telling someone like no don't do it but sometimes you just need to learn for yourself so that was my situation I ended up doing it I didn't get in which was no surprise it's okay <laughs> but you here no you know, there you go. Yeah, yeah, I didn't get in, but like I needed to know for myself: do I keep going or do I not? And that I was yeah. fine with that. So I ended up doing my uh, masters in forensic science at Drexel, and after that, I got a po- I got a um, MCAT class and raised my score by ten points, and now we are here. So yeah, it, it takes wow. a lot.
0: Yeah, mm-hmm. I see a lot of determination in your story. I see a lot of concentration. A lot of I don't want to say perspiration, but that's not the right word to use. I see a lot of determination. I see a lot of focus in your journey. Yes. Um, and I am so, I admire that you really kept going. You didn't let one setback knock you down. You kept, kept going. And that is so inspirational to me. Um, and I just want to ask also, so like moving into now being in medical school, Um what was that experience like for you? um did you enjoy medical school was it Is it as hard as people really say it is? Were you able to balance your social life, your creative life? What was that like for you
1: yeah so I remember the beginning of medical school. I was really just happy to be here. i was just happy to be here, child. Thank the Lord. <laughs> Thank the Lord. I don't have to do that MK anymore. I don't have to do any no, of this. I, Thank the Lord. Yeah. So, getting into medical school is such a big accomplishment. It's so big because my pre-meds out there, you guys know the journey. You know the struggle. You know the struggle, and once you're there, it's great. Is it as hard as they say it is? I will say this. It's a, it's a different type of hard. Okay. Um I tell sometimes I tell my mentees, I'm like the beginning of medical school is stuff you've seen before. You have your cell biology, you have your immunology, you learn about bugs, but that's not the difficult part. The difficult part is the volume. The volume, the fact that you are learning a semester of genetics in two weeks. Mm-hmm. Uh, that is the hardest part about medicine. Um, my parents, again, they're Ghanaian. So I remember when I would complain to them first here, they're like, well, what happened to all the people before you? Didn't they do it? <laughs> you know hey. that typical hey. that typical the two response. heads though hey all right, like do they have two heads well what's different about them hey uh, and you know like sometimes we laugh at those responses but I will say that sometimes I did look bad I'm like okay well someone did it mm-hmm. you know like and that idea that it is possible you just need to figure out how, is very important mm-hmm. um, so through medicine balancing <laughs> balancing it's a, it's a skill it's a skill. To be honest, I didn't start balancing medicine and my outside, li- outside life until a mentor of mine told me that I literally need to force myself to take a day off. Okay. Was, yeah. So first year, I was 13 hours, 13 hours, 13 hours every day. And by the end of first year, I was burnt out. I was completely burnt out. I was like, how am I going to keep doing this for four years? It's just a lot. You're just sitting every day. It's, it's a lot. Um, so when board season started where you do really have to buckle down, half of boards is a mental game. So you need to like be in good spirits. And that's when she kind of told me, I need you to take a day off. Like, I need you to force yourself. Start out with half. Like, she was literally weaning me onto taking a day off. She said, Start off with half a day and then work your way up. So I did that, and it felt so uncomfortable. I, I felt guilty. I felt crazy. I'm like, I should be studying. My scores are garbage. Like, what am I doing here looking at the sunlight? Like, what is happening? But, best thing, best thing I ever did because you. Get to give yourself something. You get to re- reward yourself for putting up with medical school. And you know, like, treat yourself. <laughs> treat treat yourself. yourself. Yes. Yes. Treat yourself. So, for me, I made sure that I would do one DIY every week. That's so cool. Um, so, on my day off, I didn't have a set day, but I knew I would take one day within seven days. So, I would make sure I always did a DIY project. So I got to use my hands, I got to be
0: creative, and that was kind of my favorite. Wow, that is yeah. so, <laughs> so interesting. Um, treat yourself is the thing that I've learned from that, especially when you are a hard worker, especially when you're pushing yeah. yourself through. The journey is very long, and it is very easy to get tired because of the volume of work and the volume of information you download. People often use that the standard fire hose was a fire, yes, hose yes, fire that yeah yeah it's which also lot. scared me yeah,
1: it was, I was like I need a better analogy that's yeah, you to me.
0: come up with something else because that's very scary yeah. um but yeah it's so good to hear that you have now prior like you are now prioritizing taking care of yourself and mm-hmm. I want to lean into that a little bit more what does that look like for you um one of the beauties of talking to medical students and talking to people like you is that we see the multifaceted nature of someone who is mm-hmm. in medicine. You're more than your board scores. You're more mm-hmm. than the DO at the end of your name. What are you passionate mm-hmm. about outside of medicine? What when it was time for you to treat yourself, what were you doing outside of those mm-hmm. DIYs, which we will talk mm-hmm. about as well? What were you doing? Mm-hmm. How do you treat yourself? How do you enjoy yourself?
1: Yeah. Um so my school, they did a really good job when we started. They gave us a kind of like a checklist of mm-hmm. how do you self care. So apparently according to the checklist you can be doing something every day for your self-care oh. so yeah apparently yeah, i'm sure we most of us don't but apparently you can whether that's like a little sugar scrub mm-hmm. after you wash your hands a bubble bath tv time like on like on no studying or anything mm-hmm. during your tv time i like just those little things so for me i would do my sugar scrubs, I would just like give myself a little massage, I would do my nails, I would go out to eat, which I love. I love going out to eat. I would go out to eat, yeah, um sometimes it would look like going to the grocery store with a friend, mm-hmm. and sometimes that sounds sad, but like in medicine, like you still have to do health stuff and study, so if I could kind of couple things, I would it would still be an outing. I would still get to talk to a friend of mine, but we'd still have to get the stuff done that we need to go get done um yeah i just really enjoy kind of like getting out there and just brunching and things like that so that's what i did to treat myself in medicine and also travel oh
0: yes you're a travel yeah. girl yeah you are yeah, travel just follow, follow her on instagram your travel content is also amazing yes it's true, true um what are some diy things that you created i used to see them on your instagram um did you create the, the thing behind you the artwork behind
1: I you did. <laughs> yeah it's like uh it's like a set of um, list. It's, yeah it's mm-hmm. like a minimalist wall art I did so a lot of my DIYs um circle around um home improvement nice. um like I do wall art and like interior design and things like that but to be honest I I will say I like to be a humble person in general, but God bless me with that one. Like DIYs, like you don't have to worry about me. <laughs> yes, about I you. love that. Like I, I can, I can almost recreate many. I can recreate a lot of things, and I like that. Um, I do my nails now. I love myself. It. That's so nice. Yeah, I do my nails. Those type of DIYs I do, and I do a lot of like event decor. Yeah. And stuff like that, but like in a DIY way. Yeah.
0: Wow. That's the multifaceted nature I'm talking about. Yes, the yes, outlets, yes. the outlets are showing they're thriving. Mm-hmm. That is so cool. Like I said, yes. guys, follow her Instagram, follow her TikTok so you can see the DIYs because they really yes. are so, so beautiful. Yes, please,
1: please, please.
0: Yes. Okay. Next, I want to pivot into, we've talked about your past. We've talked mm-hmm. about applying to med school. Let's talk about the present now. You are transitioning, moving on to your first job as a doctor you are now a p you are now a rising pgy pgy1 resident what are you excited about for what are you excited about for this chapter of your life Mm -hmm. what are you reflective on in your journey um Mm -hmm. are there any words of wisdom actually no sorry i'm asking you too many things at once this is a break (laughs) i'm giving you a lot of information at one time let me just joke so now you are in this. You are in this new chapter. You mm-hmm. are about to have your first job as a resident. You're a PGY one. How do you feel?
1: It's, it's, it's surreal. Mm-hmm. It's actually very interesting because, to be honest, I feel like white coat ceremony was last week. Wow. So t- to know that I will be the doctor, it's a very like humbling thing to know and i'm just like very excited about it. i'm excited to have my patients. i'm excited mm-hmm. to have like patients come to me for things and we speak together. that's just something that you know you work so hard to get here and it's just like wow, it's happening. Um, i'm excited to also get out of the awkward med student phase with <laughs> like it's just you don't know anything <laughs> you just, you're just there vibes. you know so I'm very happy to, to be able to kind of step up into that leadership role mm-hmm. that like we've been working so hard to get to so though, that's that's what I'm, I'm excited it's a little bittersweet though I'm not gonna lie I am terrified as well but more excited <laughs> mm-hmm.
0: We are, I'm excited for you. And I am so, I'm so excited for you. I'm hoping that you have the best experience and I hope that there's just so much growth and enjoyment and balance in this new chapter yes, of your so life.
1: Balance is key. And mal- yeah, him. balance. That's the one.
0: So my last um, question, I usually ask my guests at the end for words of wisdom and encouragement that they'd like to pass on to the MDs so of the do to be. So from you, Radia, to the med student to be, to the pre-med, to someone who was thinking about about a career in medicine, and someone who is actually thinking about stepping out of medicine is not sure, not feeling confident. What word of advice, of inspiration, can you pass on to them?
1: Um, I, have a, I have a few. I'll make it short though. Go ahead, go first ahead. Oh, take, is... your time. take your time. Take your time. <laughs> mm-hmm. okay. So, the first thing is it takes a village. It takes a village in this profession. And um, if you are earlier in the medicine field, you will realize that as a doctor, you want to know everything, right? You want to, it's like, it's almost like a field that makes you feel like you should know everything. And the truth is nobody knows everything. So it's very important that you speak to people and you inquire about things because you do not know what you don't know until you find out. So it takes a village. Lean on people. Do not suffer in silence. No matter what stage you're at, talk to people. Be okay with saying, hey, like I didn't understand this. Could you explain? Hey, I don't really know how to navigate finding an internship. What did you do? You, you, as you ask questions, you get more answers. It may not be from that person, but it kind of trickles through. So be okay with leaning on other people and kind of creating your own network of people who you know will support you give you the best advice and just help you through your journey so that's the first one takes a village second one is be very confident in who you are and your failures Mm -hmm. and that is something that took me forever to learn um especially through pre-med, because it almost got to the point that, like, if I would talk about MCAT, I would start crying. Like, I would, I, <laughs> it's rough, you know, or I just talk about med school, and then I'd start crying, and you cannot be in that stage and, and succeed as well as you are meant to succeed. You have to be okay with the fact that it didn't go how you were going to go. You need to be confident in it, because, these life lessons truly, truly make you the best doctor you can be. It, 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 oh man, like looking back, like those times of struggle really, really, really helped me in medical school. It really helped me in medical school. And it, it it kind of gave me this confidence that like, okay, but that's not all I am. You are not your MCAT score. You are not this person who can't get into medical school. You are not like, just, you are a human being and every experience you have is shaping you into the best doctor you're going to be for your patients. So I would say it takes a while, but getting confident. I even had to pray about it. I was like, Lord, like, let me know. Am I like, <laughs> <laughs> yes, like, let me know. Like, am I, did I get the wrong signal? <laughs> you're like, was well, I not supposed to be a doctor? Like, give me a sign. speak it right to me. A <laughs> <laughs> day, like, I got, um, a pre-med experience. So I was like, okay, I'll take it as a sign. But like, honestly, like it's it's sometimes the journey can get a little dark. Well, even even after med, once you get in, like through boards and stuff, the journey can get dark. But having that confidence that, you know, like I'm trying my best and these failures do not break me is something that's really, really important. And then the last one is just, you know, severe Balance just keep going. And I didn't, to be honest, when I was trying to get into medical school, I was just doing what I was doing. You know what I mean? I didn't really realize it was perseverance until I looked back and I'm like, wow, you know, I kept going or I speak to some of my mentors that I found and they're like, yeah, like it's been a journey. I was like, I know, I didn't realize, but I just like keeping strong, keeping strong it will happen the way it's supposed to happen. And as meta students, we get really fixed on schedules. At least I do. Me too. So yeah. get fixed on schedules and timelines. And it's going to happen when it needs to happen. You wow. just keep your village and you keep pushing. Wow. <laughs>
0: if no one else watches this episode, I would have learned something and this would have been enough for me because. Oh, the message that you i'm not even like joking mm-hmm. like mm-hmm. the mm-hmm. words you just said i was even getting a little teary-eyed but oh. i've already i've already cried on this podcast before i don't want to cry again that's not my brand but um that's not my brand please um but i do mm-hmm. think that. oh no, I'm actually getting serious here. Um, mm-hmm. I do think that, yes, the fear of being outside of the timeline that you set for yourself is enough for you to be deterred from moving on in a mm-hmm. journey when it takes longer than you expected, you know? Exactly. And so to hear you say that looking back on your journey now... The delay was not denial. Mm-hmm. The delay, rather, was building you up to be the best DO, to be the best doctor that you possibly could be,
1: mm-hmm. in
0: addition to all the things you are outside of medicine, you know. Mm-hmm. So thank you so much for sharing that, honestly. Thank yeah, it's it's beautiful to see you in this chapter of your career. Thank you for being here. It is so great to hear your story in its entirety. Mm-hmm. It's so great to get some words of information from you, to hype you up as well. Um, mm-hmm. God bless you and good luck on this Thank new chapter you. of your life. You. I'm sure people watching this are going to be so moved by your story, so intrigued by the many things you can do. Please check out her DIYs. Please check out her aesthetic videos. She really is that girl. This is not a joke. She really is.
1: But like the thing is like i do so many things i even forgot like i have an etsy, <laughs> like, oh, yeah. I have, like, an etsy? yes i have a business okay. where there i you. make med school gifts oh, that's so cool yeah wow. and i kind of like took it up during um covid i started getting into digital art mm-hmm. so like i i'm a person who loves celebration because obviously it's been a long road so we have mm-hmm. to just enjoy the little moments so like instead of making like cards stickers of encouragement um I made match day t shirts. Wow. Um, yeah, like I just love making gifts and things to celebrate the road. So yeah, check
0: that out. Yes, please check that out. I'll, I'll add it in the in the description after. But yeah, thank you so much, Redia. Everyone, please send love to Redia. Please send words of encouragement. Thank you so much for being here. Have a wonderful day, girl.
1: Thank you. And I was really trying to learn how to balance. You know. I really honestly was so just strictly focused on school rather than focused on like, I know.